0: Welcome back to The Master Wednesday afternoon with Andy Muir. As we head up to Garston, we missed him on Monday, but we always get our man, Thomas O'Brien. G'day, Tom. How's things? I'm
1: good, Andy Muir. How are you, mate?
0: Yeah, box of fluffies. Can't complain. Tell you what, I think it would be the same up in Garston, but the week we've had here, considering it is the first week of May, it's staggering.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm at the top of the farm at the moment. I'm about 1,200 metres up and uh, this morning it was sort of woolly jerseys and hats and you know a bit of a frost quite cold but um, yeah it's just a very light northerly breeze up here and it's a bluebird day, beautiful sunny day and it's actually warmed up quite nicely so we're very lucky mate.
0: Many frosts up your way down here in Gore just speaking personal experience, haven't had sod all.
1: No we haven't had many either Um, although I've been away, I I just got back uh, two days ago Um, so from my last Week of guiding for six days with the skate by cycle, so season's finished there. Um, Great season, but um, but yeah, I mean, even on the cycling trips, I I think we had like one morning of a bit of bit of rain, but apart from that, it's just been beautiful weather.
0: Did you enjoy the guiding?
1: I loved it, mate. Yeah, no, really, really good. Um, You meet a very diverse range of people from all different backgrounds. Although the common thread uh, for me was that they were all um, they all had their own businesses. you know they all work bloody hard in those, those businesses. Um, you know a lot of them have done very very well over the years, but it's taken a lifetime to kind of realise it. Mm. Um, so they're sort of getting to the age now where they're starting to enjoy the fruit of their labour a bit more. But man, the people that you meet um, and, the, and the opportunities, um, you know, in terms of networking with good people, is, is really ripe. It's good. Predominantly Kiwis that obviously you were guiding. They were all Kiwis mate yep uh, all Kiwis uh, quite a lot of them or most of them really from the North Island from Auckland uh, Hawkes Bay taken quite a few groups from the Hawkes Bay area some from Canterbury as well um, but yeah they're just once again they're just loving the uh, they're loving the South uh, they're loving the, the uh, they're lo- loving the people loving the environment and um, you know it's a, it's a great opportunity to, uh, to meet people new people from around the country.
0: Obviously, people like you say they want to go and do stuff now. They haven't really had the opportunity to travel. It's all about, I suppose, um, these people exploring your own backyard is more than anything, isn't it?
1: Well, and that'll be that'll be the interesting thing, right? So, with the borders opening up again, and you know, there's a real appetite for um, for people to want to engage the Australians coming into winter time, um, but also setting up for the next summer. Um, you know. Um, it, it'll be interesting because I understand that the Australians are about two years ahead of New Zealand with regards to their COVID strategy for bringing visitors back into their own country. So that wouldn't be hard, would it? Well, (laughs) no, not really. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And we, we, you know, we're all so acutely aware of that and the chickens are sort of coming home to roost. It's just, um, you know, it's just taken a long time to kind of, for, for the penny to drop for a lot of people. So, um, so yeah we've just got we've just got to keep ahead of the curve there is a voracious appetite for people out there in business to be you know to keep the wheels of commerce going around you know i'm wanting to you know I'm wanting to do quite a bit of tree planting i've got quite a bit of you know a bit of forestry I want to plant um, you know we've got we've got some new neighbors who are building a house nice. um, you know I, I I've got people who friends in all sorts of different backgrounds who are you know they're wanting to get on with building projects, or they're they're needing to ramp up their restaurants, or they need you know they you know, they're, you know they're, they're desperately trying to get uh, you know um, contractors on farm. Uh, everyone is still remarkably busy.
0: Yeah, I don't I understand that. Um, talking to a mate last night from Wellington, he would just been over to the Gold Coast, and he said to come back into New Zealand. While they're offering people the opportunity to come back to New Zealand, you're having to jump through every hoop to get through customs, like apparently you have to have a rat test verified either done on Zoom, which costs in excess of a $100 or else in person for $33, uh, yep. plus other things as well. And there's a whole lot of admin, for want of a better word, that um, you need to actually tick off now before they let you through um, immigration. So anybody heading overseas, just be wary. There is a hell of a rigmarole to travel these days.
1: Well, and that's why a lot of people are now engaging um, travel agents, right? So remember, tra- travel agent. Sort of, They sort of... Uh, Gee, that was and, a long
0: time ago now, Tom. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah but look,
1: yeah. everyone's engaging them again because yeah. they're fearful of, of the very thing you've just talked about. You know, the insurances. What happens if I go to even as close as Aussie or, or the islands? You know, am I going to be able to get back into the country based on the current regime that we've got in terms of making it so difficult? Uh, I mean, another example. Last night on the news, they were talking about, you know, the MIQ. A lot of the MIQ workers uh, in offices... Are still getting paid quite well for sitting there twiddling their thumbs and doing nothing. And one of them actually, you know, was interviewed and said, "Listen, um, I can't work for this for this uh, for this MIQ um, system anymore because I'm doing nothing and I'm getting paid for it." And I felt guilty about it. And she said, "I can tell you, plenty of other people out there are sitting there doing nothing, and they're getting paid a lot of money for it." And I think, I think that's sort of, um, I, I think that's reminiscent for a lot of a lot of uh, industry at the moment with regards to how we're dealing with the whole COVID recovery plan as such. You know, it's just, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of money being hemorrhaged in places where it shouldn't be.
0: Yeah, personally, I just think it's criminal that MYQ ended up the way it did. All this money isn't going to be paid back. It's just going to be landed on the taxpayer. It should just not happen. Um, further on, though, we'll carry on, Tom. Now, yep, you want a bit yep. of a story about the Eben Hillary Trust. What's that about?
1: Oh well, sort of going back to what we were saying before, mate. Um, you know the people that you meet on these on these um, on these excursions. I met a guy, a really interesting guy, who one of the directors of the Sir Edmund Hillary Trust. Cool. And uh, you know he said, "Oh look, I, I know what you're doing up there in Garston at Welcome Rock. Um, you know uh, we've got a we've got an Edmund Hillary uh, operations course up in Toorangi near Taupo." Um, you know, we may be looking for another option. And, and you know, we'd, we'd, we've sort of looked at you and we'd kind of like to have a ch- bit of a chat to you about maybe some future plans for, for what we could do with you. So, you know, I don't have any details. It's just sowing the seed. But, you know, we're going to have a meeting in a couple of weeks' time and, and, and see what they want to propose. So it's positive. You know, it's about getting those sort of 11- to 14-year-olds, you know, out and about doing fun things, doing the kayaking, doing the rope climbing, doing the mountain biking, uh, doing the walking, um, you know, learning backcountry skills, uh, and then you know another tier of sort of fourteen to seventeen-year-olds. You know, it's, a, it's an it's a it's a it's a absolutely um, important organisation to keep going. The Edmund Hillary Trust. Um, they do a lot of great work for a lot of Kiwis, um, and they really do shape the lives of the, of the future for a lot of youth in this country.
0: Just shows you when you see great minds collide.
1: Well, I don't know. He's got a very—he's got an extraordinary mind. This guy. I'm sort of yeah, the middling mate. You know, I'm sort of, you know.
0: <laughs> don't understand yourself, Tom. Hey, thanks for your time as always, mate. We appreciate
1: it. All good, Andy. Thanks for the call, mate. See ya.
0: Thomas O'Brien there based up there at Garston with just a few musings regarding um, everything opening back up again. Yeah, just be aware of that as well. Like Travel agents, if you're going to Aussie, um, there's a lot more stuff you need to undertake now for getting back into New Zealand. Like Tom said, it sounds as though we're about two years behind Australia as far as a Cobra approach goes. So to put that into context just means a hell of a lot more stuff um, to actually have to take on board when you are travelling. Where well, you are on the muster on a Wednesday afternoon before we finish up, 2IC here on the muster. Test Prentice, catch up for our weekly check.